Well, hello, my loves. I'm back. It's been quite a while since I have recorded a podcast, but I'm really excited to be back at it again today. And there's a topic that I've um, really been thinking a lot about, and it's been coming up a lot. So I'm excited to talk about it. This is Alicia from EvolvePortland.com, and I'm an energy healer, an empowerment coach. I host sisterhood circles. I teach Reiki. I offer Reiki sessions um, at a distance and in person, and um, I am just on this spiritual journey that I've been on for years now. I would say almost 10 years, and um, there's a lot of people who are really waking up right now, and a lot of people who have been waking up, and I love having deep, raw, honest conversations about life, about energy work, about relationships, about divorce, um, and pretty much anything else that's juicy and a little bit taboo, so if there's any topics that you want to hear about, please let me know. Today, what I want to talk about is this idea that a person can be healed. So I've seen some memes and some quotes and actually gotten in some conversations with people about this idea that you should not date people unless you're healed, or you should not be a healer until you've healed yourself, and that there's basically this damage that's going on when somebody who's not healed is offering support to other people, right? Well, the truth is, if anybody believes that there's a such thing as being healed, um, it's not true, because what happens is, as we are awakening spiritually, as we are becoming uh, more aligned with our divine source self, we are growing and going up the spiral of ascension. And yes, perhaps one day we will get up to the fifth or seventh dimensions where time doesn't exist and space doesn't exist and everything's happening at once and we're you know, more of a soul light being. But in this time, in this reality, in this third dimensional world, we are all working on healing. And if somebody is not working on their healing, what that means is they've gotten to a point in their process where they're not willing to go any deeper. They're not willing to go any further. So if you meet somebody that may be a guide, a healer, a teacher, um, a student, it could be anybody really in your life, someone in your family, some friends, a lover, whoever it is, if they're feeling like they're done healing and that you're damaging their (laughs) healing work or that you are not, um, you know, not able to support the work of those who come to you for assistance, what that means is that they've just gotten to this point where they're not willing to go any deeper. And it's something that happens, I really see a connection with that and with the narcissistic personality. Because with the narcissistic personality, um, and I'm coming from the reference here, the frame of reference that we've got two different personality types. We have the narcissist and we have the empath. And these two souls have completely different 
evolutionary processes, okay? And so with the empathic soul, we are on the process of enlightenment and we are growing through, you know, our dark nights of the soul and clearing shadow work. Um, And with the narcissistic personality, they aren't able to do it in the same way. So that is a totally different um, process. And it's the narcissistic personality is that's going to come to a position of feeling that they're healed, they're enlightened, they've gotten to the top of the possibilities of healing realms, and that they're done, you know, that they're, they're the best. But the truth is, it's very arrogant to feel that you've healed completely and that you don't have other healing to be done because we are like onions. There are layers and layers and the higher self will bring forth for the empathic soul, the higher self will bring forth what is ready to be looked at and what is ready to be healed. And then that manifests into your experience, whether that is relationships that come forward or life situations that come forward to help you really see and grow and heal those deeper layers, deeper levels of yourself. But with a narcissistic personality, they're going to get to a point where they just think they're healed and they're done doing their work. But what that means is they're just done willingly doing their work if they've done any at all. It's this um, illusion that they've been enlightened, this illusion that they know and that you don't and that they're above you and that you still have work to do. And I take this very seriously because obviously I do work as a healer and there have been people who are offended when there are things that I don't believe uh, the same as them. For instance, there was a guy recently on Facebook who ended up blocking me because he had this belief about twin flames and it was like, the only thing that he believed to be true. And I had opened up a conversation with him about the idea that possibly the twin flame thing is a matrix that certain souls go through that we, um, you know, certain souls need to go through that twin flame process because being in love and finding someone who you feel is your twin flame opens your heart and breaks your heart open in a way that brings greater healing and more light in when that relationship ends or breaks up, right? But that may be a matrix that is transcended through this ascension process. Maybe all of us don't go through the twin flame ascension process, or maybe those who do are able to transcend it and then go to the next level of healing. But this man was very upset that I was uh, even questioning the reality of a twin flame and he couldn't handle it and he blocked me. And so it made me realize that um, some people are very, very dependent on their beliefs and their reality is depending on their belief. And if if you're questioning their beliefs, then they are going to see you as a bad guy or as a dark you know, entity or as an evil person or whatever it is. And that's what happens, right? And somebody once said, I don't know who, and I'm sure it's been many people who have said um, the thing about if you aren't pissing people off, then you're not doing your work as a healer or a light worker because the truth can be alarming and can be shocking for people and it can be, um, you know, sometimes the truth hurts, but that's what helps us grow. That's what helps us become more of who we are meant to be. And um, 
that's just how it goes, you know, and so we can be open to the truth, we can be open minded, keeping our mind open to any possibility, someone can tell you or me, I mean, there's nothing someone can tell me that I would find shocking or that I wouldn't consider the possibilities of. And that I believe is one of my traits that has gotten me as far as it has in the world It has gotten me as far as it has in the process of manifestation and all the things that are beautiful in life. And so I really, really, um, I love that I have an open mind and I really encourage everybody to have an open mind because it's when we have a closed mind that we aren't learning, that we aren't growing, that we're being stubborn and stuck in our ways and not considering the possibilities. And maybe it's being a parent that's really um, brought this to my attention because we know how stubborn little toddlers can be when they're like adamant on doing something their way and we so easily can see like another option or another way that would make life so much easier if they would just like try it but they're so stubborn and adamant that they're they refuse to like even consider the possibilities of it and so it's the same with adults. We're just grown-up children, right? And so those who are super stubborn and um, not willing to even look or consider any other option, those are the those are the people who are going to be in for a surprise as their healing journey um, awakens them. But having an open mind is something, a trait that I really encourage you and um, I really aspire to always have because anything is possible, especially now. The veil is getting thinner and thinner. Synchronicities are picking up like crazy. Um, you know, there's so many possibilities and so many beautiful, amazing things happening that it's just impossible for us to keep our mind closed to the possibilities. But that's the narcissistic way, right? The narcissistic mind believes that it knows that there is no other option, that there is no other way other than what they believe. And so that's an interesting perspective. I think when you're out there in the world and you're looking at people and their opinions, their opinions of you and the way that they're treating you and their views on life in general. And you can see those who have a rigid, stubborn mind are the ones who truly in the end suffer the most because they're not awake to see the magic that surrounds us around every corner. So really, um, you know, there is this, uh, what do I want to call it? There's this idea that there's like the narcissistic healer, right? And the funny thing about narcissism, which isn't funny at all, but if you know or have a narcissist in your life, the interesting thing is that they are going to accuse you of being the narcissist, right? A narcissist will never, ever admit that they are a narcissist but or even consider that they might be, but they will accuse you of it. And so... Most of the time, it's the empathic person who's being accused of being a narcissist. Um, so that's one thing to know as an empathic person, but also to know that there are narcissistic healers, spiritual narcissists out there who are going to basically hold their stance in the fact that they are healed, that they know more than you, and that you you know, need to listen to them. Otherwise, you're not going to heal. And that's something to look out for as well. Like really, really, when you're doing healing work, energy work, when you're looking for psychics or healers of any type, really going in and listening and 
listening to your own heart and to your own discernment and making sure that the person that you're um, working with that you feel really good about. And that doesn't just go for spiritual healers. That goes for the doctor in the hospital. That goes for the therapist, the counselor, the psychiatrist, whoever it is that you're working with. We all have the ability to discern um, at what level that person is actually helping us and being in our highest good. And so I always, always recommend that um, for any work that you're doing, any healing work or other work that you're having done to really make sure that it feels good to you and that you feel that that person supporting you. Now, there is a difference in, in that and then in someone who is giving you tough love and someone who is not letting you, um, not letting you, Oh, how do I say it? Rely on your excuses, basically. So I do get people who come to me who have a belief, they have a false belief, and they refuse. That false belief is creating their reality. They're manifesting their reality because they're clinging so tightly to this false belief. And then when I challenge that false belief, um, they can't handle it, right? And so it's like this... Um, it's this thing where then I turn into the bad guy because I'm giving tough love. I'm not ever going to let anyone who comes to work with me rely on their excuses for where they're at as far as being a victim. So there is a victim mentality that's very rampant in our culture. Lots of people feel like they're victims of their situations and their circumstances. And in the work I do, I am never, ever going to let you fall into that victimhood. Now, obviously, there are times when life can be really fucking challenging and brutal and things are happening that are just pushing us to our core. I have worked with, you know, mamas who have lost babies that are just weeks old, things like that, that are just so heart-wrenching. That mama is a victim of that situation. And when that happens, when we lose somebody, when we have a really traumatic and horrible situation happen, yes, you are a victim to that situation. And there is a process of grieving, of sorrow, of going through that experience of a, such a horrific reality. And that is something that I absolutely support and bring love to. But if you're a person who can't find a relationship and you're really mad at the world for it, or you're not getting the job you want, but you're not willing to leave the job you're at, or you're really angry at somebody, but you're not willing to do the things to like talk to them and then grow through it, right? Or separate from them or whatever it is. When we've got these victim mentalities and we're not really willing to work on them, that's where I'm going to call you out. And that's where I'm going to support you in walking your highest path and clearing what it is that needs to be cleared. So I just want to be really clear that there is a difference between a spiritual narcissist and, um, someone who is giving you tough love and holding you accountable for your false beliefs. And so it's a little bit tricky there, but definitely a topic that I'm really passionate about and I love talking about and I think um, is worth getting really clear on. And that brings me to something else, which kind of has to do with that. It's a little bit off topic, but this idea of investing in ourselves and investing in our work and investing in um, healing 
because I've found over and over again, and um, the more, you know, it, it just gets more and more evident every client I have, that the more invested somebody is in themselves, the more energy work is going to change their life and the more, uh, the, the faster and the bigger the results they're going to see. But if somebody's not truly invested, and in invested, it can be financially that I'm speaking of or in other ways, but there must be this energy exchange between you and your healer. Um, or you and your clients, if you are a healer, there has to be that energy exchange. I cannot tell you how many times I've done trades with people, or when I was starting out would do free sessions or discounted sessions, and the healing is just not as powerful. It's just not always there in those situations. And it's because that person was not truly invested. And so energetically, it's just not happening. The people who get the most impact from the work that I've done are the ones who are the most invested. And these are the people who are coming to circles at a regular basis, or they're getting Reiki sessions like on a regular basis. So they're following up with themselves or they're doing the packages that I offer where there's really constant investment, not just financially, but in their direction and in their energy and in their intentions and in their um, time that they're spending on themselves, on journaling, on on setting goals and intentions, on looking at what's going on, on saying the prayers that may be written for them and clearing work and looking at things in a really raw, authentic and brave, courageous way. So if you're a person who just thinks you're healed and you're not willing to do any more, then you're not invested in your own healing. And that is, you know, that's a sign. So really looking at that and knowing that if there is something out there that you're wanting to invest in some type of a class or a workshop or a package or a healing or a session or whatever it is, if you're being called, and especially right now, because we are all being called to wake up and do our work, if you're being called to invest in yourself, whether that's a spa treatment, a pedicure, a freaking massage, or a class, or, you know, an astrology class, or a Reiki session, or a Reiki class, or whatever it is, if you're being called to do that, Invest in yourself. It is the best investment you can make. The results that you get from that kind of work are priceless. Priceless. I see clients walk away whose lives are completely changed in a way that you could never put a value on it. So know that you are worthy of investing in your healing and it is so important and it changes your entire life, changes your reality. So always invest in yourself. Know that there's always room to grow and keep growing. If you think you're healed, that just means you're at a place where you're refusing to go any deeper. And that's a problem. So just be conscious of that. Okay, I'm done with my soapbox for today. But please, please, if you enjoy my podcasts, I would love for you to put a comment and a rating on my page if you're listening to this on iTunes or Podbean or leave a comment on my Facebook page. I love to get reviews and comments there. That's facebook.com forward slash Reiki by Alicia. I'm on Instagram at Evolve Portland. Um, and I just really love connecting with you guys. I love having these conversations 
conversations and I can't really have a conversation if you're not, if you're not giving it back to me. So if there's something you want to say about this, if you have strong feelings about it, please let me know. I so look forward to hearing from you all. I'm sending huge, big, big love. There's a circle this Friday at seven. We've got two spots left for that. I'm really excited. Our sisterhood circles have been growing and getting more and more powerful every single time. Um, I've got some Reiki classes that still have space in October. So if you're wanting to learn Reiki level one or level two, October 13th and 14th, I have a few spaces left. And I also have one more space in my Reiki master class. So if you're looking to become a Reiki master and you've taken the first and second levels, you're looking to become a Reiki teacher and learn how to give attunements, I've got one space left. That's the last two weekends in September. Please get a hold of me for that too. Okay, I'm sending huge big love out to you all. Happy September. I look forward to hearing from you all and seeing you all out there in the world. I love you all. Take care.